Welcome to the Your Dream or Mind podcast, the place to be if you dream of living a life of fulfillment, freedom, flow, and most importantly, fun. I'm Laura Cruz, the Dream Transition Mentor, the creator of the unique six-step Dream Transition Method, which will take you from idle daydream to transitioning into your wildly successful freedom-based business. Listen to inspirational stories from women who have been brave enough to take the leap from corporate and now live the life they've always dreamed of, women like you and me. They did it, I did it, and you can too. Grab a cuppa, find a cosy spot, then sit back, and enjoy the episode. Hello, welcome to the Your Dream Will Mind podcast. I'm your host, Laura Cruz, also known as the Dream Transition Mentor. I want to talk to you today about competition and the title of this episode is There Is No Competition. And you might think that's a funny, that's a funny thing to say because isn't life about competition and maybe it is I used to I used to proudly say life is a competition oh god the old Laura was a bit of an idiot at times um I used to think that you know we had to compete to um to move forward we had to compete to to succeed it's like we almost had to we had to win so if we won others lost and as I've got older and I've become much more self-reflective and much more kind of realistic about stuff. I've realised that that life isn't a competition. We are all on our own journey and there's room for us all and space for us all. But I tell you what, if you even if you've never thought about there being competition, when you first start out on your business journey, you feel like you're in competition with everybody else. So it doesn't matter what you do as in it doesn't matter what your area of business is, whether you're a coach, whether you're a, a photographer, whether you're a, um, you know, beauty like nails, whether you do like massages, whether you are a personal trainer, whether you um, make curtains. I don't know. Anything that you do, anything that you do for your business in the early days, you immediately feel that you're in competition with other people who do the same thing as you. And when I first started like my business journey, um, it, lots of groups used to do this kind of like promotion day, uh, like groups on Facebook. They do like a promo day once a week or once a month, whenever it was. And it was like, promote your offers on the first of the month. And I'd like go in and I'd want to say what I did as a coach. And then I'd see that, you know, 10 other coaches had uh, had had already posted, oh, you know, I'm a coach and this is what I do. And I'd feel really deflated because I'd think, oh, no, they're all coaches. You know, I, I can't compete. Like, oh, they've got in first. Someone's going to read that and they're going to want to work with them and not work with me. And um, or if somebody asked for a recommendation in the group, does anybody know anybody who could coach somebody on X, you know, X, Y, Z? And uh, if somebody recommended somebody else, I'd be like, oh, no, because I want them to recommend me because I'm a coach, as if I was the only coach on this planet. And it takes time to come out of that feeling that you are somehow competing with other people. And I see it. I see it a lot, if I'm honest, in the female entrepreneur space. I see 
this competitiveness still coming out, but it doesn't come out in like overt competitiveness. It comes out in insecurity and um, feeling hurt by the behaviour of others and worrying that somebody, because somebody is, they perceive that they're being more successful, that that somehow says something about them. So it's like an underlying competition thing where if one person is becoming more successful, the other person feels that they're being perhaps left behind or, you know, not considered or perhaps they don't hear from that person as much. Therefore, they feel that they've been slighted. So it's again, it's like this competition thing where if one person is succeeding, that must mean, and obviously I'm not saying that, but it, it must mean that I'm losing or I'm not doing as well or there's a problem here. And it's really, really sad So if you think about that whole traditional like competition win-lose thing, I tend to think of like a seesaw. So then the person who's winning is up high, but they can only go high if the other person is down low. Does that make sense? So I'm I'm moving my hands, which is completely pointless because you can't see them. But this sense that, oh, they're up, therefore I must be down. And then if I'm up, they're down. And the reality is that's not what it's like. It isn't what it's like. There is more than enough work to go around. There are more than enough clients to go around. There is more than enough money to go around. There is more of everything to go around. And to compete and to compare yourself to others is to keep yourself in a kind of mindset of um, insecurity, perhaps of low confidence, of feeling that you can't succeed because you're not as what you know as good as or whatever those other people are is to keep yourself trapped and it's I don't want you to do that I really don't want you to do that but I do want you to acknowledge that at some point you felt that you were in competition with somebody else because you can't change what you don't acknowledge so if you're in that stage or you've just got past that stage then you know well done because you you got past it and you survived to tell the tale if you're in it this episode is perfect for you because honestly You are not in competition with anybody else. And this same sort of sense of competition, I think, exists in um, like uh, networking groups. So I set my networking group up because I wanted to have a much more relaxed way of networking where it wasn't that traditional um, model of, you know, elevator pitch, handing out business cards being really kind of quite boring and old fashioned about networking. But I also didn't really enjoy when I'd been to, as a guest to some networking groups some quite formalized ones where there was a lockout on particular professions. So for example, I'm a coach. So I could go to a group because they had a gap for a coach, but I coach a specific type of client. I coach predominantly women, sometimes men, but predominantly women who want to start and grow their own dream life and business they need help with the mindset and actually the practicalities of getting started that's what I do now other coaches work on money mindset other coaches would work on the you know making passive income other coaches would work on um I don't know like PR marketing sales all sorts of different things so if at a formalized networking group they say there's only one coach actually what they're trying to do is 
not allow any competition. Does that make sense? So they're saying there's one coach and if you're in, you're in. If you're out, you're out. But really, coaches niche down and, and coach a particular group of people. So it doesn't make sense to say oh, we're only having one coach. Am I making sense? So in my group, I think there are about four or five coaches that come to my networking group. And I share that with you because it's really important because there is more than enough work to go around. There are more than enough clients. And people come into my networking group will, they probably resonate with me because they come to the group, but they might not want to work with me one-to-one or join my program. They might listen to somebody else, a different coach in the group and think, oh, you know, I really like, I really like their approach or, you know, I like that niche they're working in or I really like their energy and I'd like to do some work with them or, you know, somebody else, oh, I'd like to work with them on on something different. So I'm not in competition with any of those coaches in the room because the people who want to work with me are drawn to me because of my energy, my voice, my approach, my ethos, my focus as a business, my, I don't know, my love of pink, whatever it is, people are drawn to me for that reason. And equally, people are not drawn to me for all those things. So lots of people don't like me. Lots of people won't like the pink. Lots of people won't like the things I post about. Lots of people won't engage with my content at all. And that's fine because there's enough coaches to go around. I don't need to coach everybody. So I want you to remember that you as the person that you are, you as an amazing, unique individual have so much to bring to this world. You really do. I'm reminded of, I can't remember the section in my book where I talk about this, but you have so much to bring and you have so much to bring because of your your voice, the way that you tell stories, the way that you write posts, the way that you are in person with people, whether you're quiet or loud or somewhere in between, whether you're empathetic or direct, again, or somewhere in the middle, whether you, you know, your style of work, so how you like to work with clients, um, where you work, all of these different things, your compassion, your empathy, your spirit, your sense of humour, your voice. Your voice is so important, particularly when you're coaching, because you've got to want to hear the coach's voice and I've got to want to hear the client's voice. I know that sounds such a silly thing to say, but if you didn't like my voice, you probably wouldn't listen to this podcast. And I have podcasts that I listen to and sometimes I've had enough of it and I don't listen to it for a while. And then I go back to it because I'm ready to get back to hearing that voice again. But What I would love to encourage, I see so much bitchiness in the female entrepreneurial space. And frankly, it's really ugly. It's ugly. It's unbecoming to use what my headmistress from school would have said. But I've I've shared many times that I went to an all girls school, which was pretty bitchy. If you think, you know, 25 or 30 girls in the same class for five years, there's a lot of bitchiness goes on. And sometimes the entrepreneurial space feels just the same. It feels like a kind of bitchy environment where people are like kind of talking about people, being negative, misinterpreting things, imagining that somebody's, you know, slighting them when they're not, imagining that, 
you know, they're being talked about when they're not. And I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I don't want to be part of a community or an environment where like bitchiness is the norm, where being so competitive with other people and, you know, only winning by driving others down, because that's what I see. I see I see women who aren't secure in themselves, who don't have the self-confidence, who can only succeed by stamping other people into the ground. And it's really horrible. It's horrible. And it doesn't do it doesn't do you any favours in the long run because people aren't drawn to you. Interestingly, one of my clients who came to um she came into my world about four months ago, and she actually said to me, I found it really interesting being in the groups that you like run, like my event, my networking group. She said, I think it's really interesting because in her experience, she's found groups of women to be really kind of bitchy and catty and she didn't like it. And she said, in your group, it's not like that. And I said, I know, I really hope it isn't like that. I don't think it is, but I'm really glad that she said that because it isn't like that and I don't want it to be like that. And I absolutely operate from a, from a, a position of we can all succeed we can all grow and learn and share and support. And by helping somebody out, somebody actually, I had lunch with a friend and she was saying something about magic beans. So if you, if you help somebody out, they'll help you back. And she said, that's like magic beans. Didn't quite understand the whole story about the magic beans, but isn't it true when you extend some kindness and some support and some help, when you extend that to somebody, you get that back in spades. When you, I don't even know what does that mean when you say gets it back in space. I don't even know. Um, when you um, when you give without expecting anything back, and I'm not saying give your work away for free, but if you if you offer something that would help somebody, you are bound to get more in return. If you see that by helping other women to succeed, that you too can succeed, that is amazing. When you recognise that we are all on our own journey. We might be doing very similar things, but we are on a different pathway. And just because there are two things that are similar does not mean they are the same end product because of all the unique qualities we bring to it. So when you when you learn all of that, and when you've worked through that, those mindset niggles about, oh God, I'm in competition with them, like where I live in my town, there's like three people doing what I do, or there's like four hairdressers or four nail bars or four photographers or four coaches or four personal trainers, whatever it is. Oh God, how am I going to compete? You don't have to because people will be drawn to you because it's you. Show who you are. Show who you are as in your personality, your voice, your humour, your kindness, your care, whatever it is that makes you you. Show that and people will be drawn to you. There's a great saying and I don't know who said it. Answers on a postcard, please. There's a great saying, we rise by lifting others. And even as I say that to you, I get goosebumps because it's so true. If we are to succeed in business, it is because we succeed alongside other fantastic women who also want others to succeed. Now, if you live geographically close to me, you can come along to my networking group and I'll show you what it's like to be in a community where we all want everybody to succeed and we eat cake. 
But um, if you're not, try and find a community near you or start one. Try and find a community that will help you to feel that way. And it might be an online community. You could come and join the Dream Life Academy. But um, find a group of people that kind of are around you that help will help you and you'll help them. Because remember, we rise by lifting others. Have a great week. I'll see you next time, my fellow dreamer. You have been listening to the Your Dream or Mind podcast with Laura Cruz. If you're ready to create the dream life and business that you've always wanted, then let's work together. Order my book, listen to the podcast, join the Dream Life Academy, come to the Dream Life Business Club, get involved with me. I can help you to create the dream life and business you've always wanted.